in Georgia Ag and Review for the week ending December 13th. What would a week be without reports on the progress of the Farm Bill? This week is no different. The House easily passed a one-month extension of the expired 2008 Farm Bill, but the Senate is not expected to follow suit. The House easily passed a one-month extension of the expired 2008 Farm Bill, but the Senate is not expected to follow suit. The House bill is intended to keep existing farm programs going, but avert permanent law that includes 1940s vintage dairy supports. Trouble is, the Senate won't take up the measure. Leaving the House bill is really no more than political cover for the possibility of a dairy cliff or a lapse in existing programs. But American Farm Bureau Executive Director Dale Moore states that either way, it most likely won't matter. I think that that's one of those political chess games that's going on between the House and Senate leadership on how the farm bill process plays out. As a practical matter, and I've heard Secretary Vilsack mention this at different times over the past year, that folks should not be surprised if he is not going to flip a switch and automatically January 1 provisions of permanent law kick in. The principal negotiators are expected to keep working throughout the holidays to get a bill back to the full House-Senate conference before mid-January. Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet. Did you know producers themselves actually guide the beef checkoff? In this week's Getting to Know Your Beef Checkoff, brought to you by your beef checkoff, Terry Slayton from Coleman, Alabama, talks about how producers decide how the dollars should be allocated each year. There have been questions from time to time as to who actually decides how beef checkoff dollars are spent. So to help answer that question, we have Terry Slayton from Coleman, Alabama, on our weekly Getting to Know Your Beef Checkoff, brought to you by the Beef Checkoff. Well, did you know that we have just your average producers that come in to develop the budget and then come in and they look at the proposals so it's done very much by the average grassroots people. Thus, Slayton feels good knowing it's producers themselves who are guiding beef checkoff dollars to the areas where they best need to be spent. And I think that's a lot of the success of this whole program is because maybe some others have some ideas that they need funded and so this group of people from grassroots producers decide is this what gets the best bang for the buck or is this so it's it's very well thought out and no agenda but just how's it best spent to promote beef get to know your beef checkoff at mybeefcheckoff.com funded by the beef checkoff randall weisman southeast agnet bear crop science is asking those interested in sharing little known facts about the agricultural community's vital role in ensuring the world's food supply to join them in their Thankful for Ag campaign. Here's Julie once again. In the 1960s, one farmer supplied food for 25.8 persons in the U.S. and abroad. Today, that farmer supplies food for 144 people. That's just one of the many facts Bear Crop Science is hoping to get across as part of their first Thankful for Ag campaign, in which they will donate 20,000 meals to families this holiday through World Food Program USA, with the goal of doubling its donation through social media support. Those who want to join in the effort are invited to visit thankfulforag.bearcropscience.com, where they will find a collection of shareable, little-known facts about the agricultural community's vital role in ensuring the world's food supply. Share one of the facts through Facebook, Twitter, or Pinterest, and Bear will donate an additional dollar equal to four meals to World Food Program USA. The goal is to donate 40,000 meals this holiday. Again, that website is thankful, the number four, ag.bearcropscience.com. Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet. The Georgia Beef Board encourages everyone to enjoy beef for the holidays this year. 
And Suzanne Black has information that could help you with any recipe ideas. As plans are being put together for the upcoming holiday meals, the Georgia Beef Board wants to remind everyone how good a beef roast would look on your table. It would, and that's just a great way to kind of spice up your Christmas meal. That's Suzanne Black, Director of Industry Information and Public Relations for the Georgia Beef Board. You go to beefatwestcenter.com, there's all different recipes as far as finger foods for New Year's or finger foods for your Christmas. Some families do Christmas finger foods instead of a big meal, but there's also roast recipes. And Suzanne reminds everyone that beef makes a great gift idea. If you're looking for something to give and someone that kind of has everything, why not forget the gift cards and give them your favorite cut of beef in a cooler? Um, provide that recipe and the rest of those ingredients, and that just be a great gift. Thus, the Georgia Beef Board encourages everyone to enjoy beef for the holidays. To help you with any recipe ideas, that website address again is beefitswhatsfordinner.com. Randall Wiseman, Southeast Agnet. A lot of the big landowners are supporting conservation. This week, Everett Greiner closes out our report telling us what some of these landowners do for conservation. What would you do with it if you owned two million acres of land? A couple of individuals who own two million acres or more of land, and a lot of Americans own 100,000 acres or more. Now, most of those huge landowners carry on multiple operations, farming, ranching, recreation, and forestry are just a few of the ways that they utilize their holdings. But to most of them, conservation is the key element of such vast holdings. One that totals almost 200,000 acres is mostly agricultural land, livestock, grains, forestry, and hay. Another one that's almost as large as that one is 90% forestry. On a personal note, I own about one and a quarter acres of land. I have two trees, no animals, and some big shrubbery, but it's all I need. One thing that I do have in common with all these big landowners is I take care of it. Everett Griner, Southeast Agnet. Remember, you can find these stories along with all the big Southeast Agriculture reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Daniel Lee with Southeast Agnet's podcast.